Business Conversation Justice. I am Jakub Kozan and I have with me today Kieran Bollier. Hello. Who is an experienced solicitor, a partner of a law firm and a property lawyer. So without wishing to run around the topic, I would like to ask you what you actually do as a property lawyer. Hi, Jakub. Thank you for the kind in, uh, introduction. Well, yes, I am a property lawyer. I do um, residential and commercial convincing. Um, in short, it means buying and selling of properties, doing commercial leases, sometimes buying and selling of businesses, remortgages, transfers of equity. Um, I don't think that many people actually understand when I want to buy a house and yes. I say, fine, I need a solicitor. I can't do it any other way. Yes. And then I don't know what goes on. So sure. what do you actually do? Okay. If you're buying a property, well, we liaise with the, um, uh, the seller solicitors. They send us draft contracts and the title documents. We peruse those. We go through those, raise inquiries, make sure that there's nothing. Um... And inquiries would be like... Do you have a leak in your roof, that sort of thing? Well, first or of all, faulty boiler. Yes, um, it would, uh, you know, uh, encompass quite a bit of uh, information. So the inf uh, what inquiries we would be raising would be on the title, first of all, whether the t whether there are any kind of restrictive covenants, whether there's an old conveyance or a transfer, etc. Covenant is it's an obligation which runs with the land. So uh, we would be raising all that. And if there are no encumbrances or financial charges, if there are, we'll get an undertaking from the other side solicitor to ensure that it's so, discharged on completion. To, to across. So mm. a covenant would be something which would stop you from doing something like selling drugs on your land. No, you can't do that anyway. <laughs> no, right? you can't do that. Well, like alcohol, perhaps. Perhaps, yes. Uh, so you have positive and negative covenants. Or the positive is... But you have to do something. Like that's right. Maintain a fence. That's absolutely. Sort of so you have to maintain uh, a fence, and a negative covenant would be that you couldn't do anything that would create nuisance, um, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So all sorts of things. So we would go through all that, and then we would apply for searches. And in the searches, if there is something flagged up, the searches will be with the council, with the water authority. We'll be also doing an environmental search. So anything that adverse that's flagged up, we will take it with the uh, take it up with the seller's solicitor. And the search would be perhaps on the property if it's in a if it's likely to be flooded. Yes, that'll be all part of the environmental other, search. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. What other searches? What, what, well, what are they for? Well, the thing is, first of all, the most important one is a local authority search. That's a search with the council. You know, it'll tell you all about road proposals and whether the road is adopted, ah. whether there are any planning charges, whether there've been any planning permissions, so etc., etc. Okay, so let's say HS two. Mm -hmm. So you would want to find out yes. if your house is going to be knocked down a couple of weeks later after buying it, right? Yes, and we would get some indication and we can now do a transport and infrastructure uh, search as well. And in fact, HS2 have a very good, um, uh, we can do an online search as well with them to see if the property is going to be affected by it. So that's very important. And then you have the cross rails and then you have things like, well, is, is the property in a radon affected area? Also, whether are there any, um, you know, solar farms, wind turbines, it's quite an exhaustive uh, list of things that uh, we look at and also depends on the location of the property. And you do all this mm. to tell your client, mm. look, 
these are the things you need to watch out for. Yes. Are you happy yes. to buy knowing all of these things? Absolutely. We have to alert the client what he's buying. Yeah. And mind you, it's not just the client who's buying the property. When we're acting for the lender, we have to make sure that we comply with the lender's requirements as well. Okay, fine. I think that's exhaustive enough. <laughs> yes, I think so too. I think you, you, you <laughs> definitely do like your job because you could be going on about it for a long time, right? Oh, oh yes, I suppose I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say there's one thing which mm. every person or most people buying or selling would mm. encounter. And, and it's apart from the solicitor, mm -hmm. it would also be the estate agent. And the mortgage broker sometimes. And the mortgage broker. And all of these people are feeding information to me yes, as, as, as the, the one buying or selling. Sure. And I have quite a mixed mixed bag of information, sure. sometimes conflicting. Yes, that's right. Is that right? Absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, that's the nature of the job and it goes with the territory, I suppose. Whilst estate agents um, can push a transaction through and they're kind of like the glue and they keep the transaction together. But it's a bit like Chinese whisper as well, because there's so many people feeding the client uh, different information. So the, in the end, the client gets a very kind of sometimes a very distorted picture of uh, the the actual transaction or what the problems that the conveyance or the prop, uh, property lawyer is up against and is trying to resolve. Okay, fine. Yeah, we're not going to go into further details because no. you're always going to be under pressure yes. from your client, yes. from the agent. And from the broker. And from the broker, mm. a mortgage um, offer expiring, exactly. these yes. sorts of things. Yes. So you're always going to be the slowest in the chain. Absolutely. Everyone yes. would always think that you are holding yes. things. Yes, okay. unfortunately, that's always the case. And we just Isn't have to learn. beautiful? Yes, yes. You do like your job, right? <laughs> <laughs> now you do get um the best reviews in the firm don't you oh i've so got people must like what you do oh i don't know about that really um i've just been very lucky with the clients um i've got some very yes. good clients That's i've good. been very appreciated very good answer very good answer i like it um so to move away from the from the pressure you would always be under yes. and you'll try to communicate yes sort of in a in a in a concise way what's going on to the client sure. and satisfy everyone who bombards you yes <laughs> um there are risks we've mm. touched upon them the various yes. searches yes that's right but then you, you also have money yes absolutely large sums of money being yes. moved from one account to another sure and that's that's probably compliance is also um you know a core part of our job and it's becoming even more so now with id fraud and you know with so much money laundering etc etc so uh, a huge part of my time is taken up with compliance and anti-money laundering and we've got very sophisticated software now we do things like lawyer checker with uh, which we do checks on the other uh, firms bank details before sending the money we also use third fort for id verification and proof of source of funds so that's an integral part of uh, of my job and um, unfortunately or fortunately it takes up a lot of my time so compliance well, is very heavy yeah but at least you don't get to send money to a wrong account that's right, right. yes yes uh, so you know it's better safe than sorry i suppose it's not uncommon mm. that you get uh, an email once uh, a week maybe once a fortnight yes with some sort of a um, spam asking you to do this 
and try trying to confuse us as to what we may we may be transacting. Yes, with. that's right. Yes, and then one one wrong click, yes. and you could just lose half a million pounds. Yes, right? absolutely. Just, you have to so be important to be vigilant. Yes, constant vigilance, I suppose, is what it is, and you have to be so careful. And so, because of these risks, mm. we have a. We have an indemnity insurance. Yes, that's right. Um, uh, covering every transaction. That's right. Yes. Yes. Luckily, we have to... touch wood. All good. All good so far. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, be it the, still the case in the future. Yes, hope so. Um, I'm going to move to the second topic yes. of uh, what Kieran and I have agreed to talk about, mm -hmm. and that's the very, very current issue of the mortgage crisis interest rates going yes. up that's right um, surely it must affect what what you do or will what what how do you see it well sadly the property market is always um very much impacted with any kind of political or economic crisis and um but I've been doing this for over 20 years and there've been many crises and they've come and gone and we've touched wood, knock on the wood, we've always survived them. So whilst it's tough and, you know, there have been cases when the property market has dropped, but it's always come back up. So I think this is a very cyclic thing um, and we we have these crises, we have these dips in the market, but we just have to ride the storm and get to the other side, which we have managed to do on a number of occasions. So I'm quite optimistic that we shall be able to ride this storm as well. But what about the buyers and sellers? If you can't get a mortgage, yes. and surely you can't buy. That's but right. Would it open up a different sort of a different market for different buyers? Yes, I think a lot of people will probably think of downsizing, selling their property and downsizing and not taking a mortgage. Nice. That could be uh, something that people could consider. But you still need a buyer for your house. We should still need a buyer. Yes, that's right. It's going to create a bit of an issue. But as I said, you know, these issues have and these crises have come and gone. And hopefully this too shall pass yes yeah, so we've had the one in 2007 that was yes the major recession then brexit related, brexit -related. Uh, instability perhaps yes covid instability yes which in fact meant the opposite people started buying yes they probably had nothing better to do <laughs> that's right and now we've got mortgage uh interest rates going being up removed from and the market that's right yeah they will return at some point in the future absolutely and you have to bear in mind that everyone kind of it's not only about foreign investors uk is a very safe haven for investing in property and everyone will invest and people just are so resilient that they 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 kind of you know still carry on despite whatever the crisis is and people who have to sell will sell and people who have to buy will buy no matter what that's probably the, it's always going to be true yes it's always if you've got a product, well, if you've got a good product, that's going to be market for it. Sure. And there's, I think at the moment, there's a lot of panic amongst people. And I think gradually and slowly it will subside and we'll be back to business. Mm. So in the current market, who will win and who will lose? I don't think there are any winners or losers per se, really. Um, I think at the moment, everyone's trying to test the market and see how it goes. It's early days as yet. So it's wait and watch. So do you anticipate perhaps hmm. that by the end of the year hmm. we will be 
back in business, so to speak, with normal mortgage rates being I don't know, but I certainly hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a good note. That's a good point on which to end. Yes, absolutely. So I would like to conclude. So we've we've um, spoken about mm. your day to day job and yes. how much you enjoy it. Right. <laughs> my interpretation. Yes. <laughs> and um, the current market condition in the in the property market. Sure. So you're quite optimistic. That's quite good. Yes, absolutely. I have been Jakob Kotan. Kiran Walia. Thank you.